You're listening to Rewind, a listen back on press conferences, highlights, and analysis from the 76ers' previous game. Shake Milton with a really nice game for the 76ers, going for a career-high 27 points, but all in all, a really frustrating night and a frustrating game to follow from the 76ers' standpoint. A 10-point loss to the Atlanta Hawks, 127-117. to I'm Brian Seltzer. 76ers' road trip begins in tough fashion against the team with the worst record in the Eastern Conference. And what's kind of like the continuation of a theme that we have seen recur, unfortunately, throughout this year is that the 76ers, uh, well, a couple themes. One, the most obvious, is that they are a far different team in terms of results at home versus on the road. But then this other dynamic that's been at play, and I actually think was brought up during a post-game press conference as recently as the Lakers game on Saturday when Brett Brown was asked, you know, like this has been a team that seems like it plays up to the level of top-tier opponents and then suffers lapses against some teams that on paper don't look like they're quite as sharp. And um, that was something that uh, returned to the forefront again tonight. That's to take nothing away from Trey Young. I mean, if you if you didn't think the guy was an all-star, let alone an all-star starter at the age of 21, he showed you in the first 12 minutes of play exactly why he deserves to be at that elite level. 14 points, 10 assists in the first period alone, a double-double. Finished with 39 and a career-high 18 assists, the driver behind a really effective Atlanta pick-and-roll offensive attack. You know, the Hawks came in. Tom McGinnis talked about this throughout the night. I mean, they are, despite the record, a potent offensive team. They want to score and run. And the 76ers, it was like they kind of got into a track meet with them early and then didn't have the requisite defense to try and slow them down. The Sixers gave up 74 points in the first half. Tough to battle uphill from there. Sixers did get back to it a little bit defensively um, in the second half, but just one too many lapses in the game. When you think about the end of the third quarter, a tip-in that the Hawks had from Damian Jones, tough basket, just not enough from the 76ers tonight, despite what I thought was a really good performance from Shake Milton. If you want to try and find a positive, the hope is that uh, Shake, for however long Josh Richardson is out, and then even when he returns, can just continue to be a productive presence for the 76ers in a second year. Milton, a career-high 27. Ben Simmons with 31 points. He had 15 of those points in the first quarter, also six rebounds and five assists. 21 apiece for Joel Embiid and Tobias Harris. Joe finished with 14 rebounds in 34 minutes. Harris added nine boards for the 76ers. Uh, And then you also got to turn to some of the guys in the front court for the Hawks, whether it was John Collins with 17 points and 20 rebounds or Damian Jones out of Vanderbilt with 14.7 boards they were a problem for the 76ers tonight. Tom McGinnis had the call at State Farm Arena. Why don't we start with the good Tom Shake Milton. He went on a real run at the end of the second quarter, and if not for him, who knows how this game would have ended up. Absolutely, and I remember, Brian, um, I forget what game it was. It was maybe three games ago, and you were with Devon. I was at the Lakers game, maybe, and Shake was, was starting yes. for the first yep. time, and Devon said, how do you think Shake would do? And Again, and, and you've been around him enough and, and watched him going all the way back to that summer league, you know, a couple of years ago. And he just has a presence, a presence and a confidence, and he plays at his own pace. And, you know, my answer to Devon at the time is, Shake will be fine. Just watch. And he was. And, uh, you know, he, he's a scorer. He, he's, I think he's going to be a good player for a number of years. And to your point, you know, obviously he's going to go back into the rotation when Josh returns. But and that's like the silver lining. So, and, you know, in this game, this is a tough game. So yeah, he had a great night. 
but that you know long term like hopefully in big games down the stretch and in the in the postseason you're going to go to this guy he's not going to get 27 points like i said his role role will be reduced but you know he can deliver and and that's you know obviously these guys are all nba players and they're all on the roster for a reason and he showed tonight that he can be a really productive player but oh what a disappointing defeat for the sixers i mean and you know who, who's to say you know what how to figure it out like did they take them lightly I, I can't imagine any nba team particularly with the sixers road record doing that but the hawks definitely played with more fight ben simmons not not i mean ben simmons was dominant early on but the uh, the way they picked apart the sixers you got to give them credit and uh you know tough tough loss for the sixers Final score, 127-117. And, you know, not to belabor the point, Tom, but I, I think that Brett Brown, it sounded like the other night when he talked about this following the Lakers win, like he gets it talking about the Sixers and the level of competition. You know, honestly, like not to look too far ahead, like it would not shock me if they rattled off three wins in a row. It just wouldn't based upon the way right. things have gone this right. year at times. It's a bizarre thing. Yeah, no, and, and you obviously – don't know that and can't count on it but to your point they've had nice wins but most of them have been at home right i mean most of those i, I named the teams that the sixers have beaten and it includes miami toronto milwaukee boston all of the, the lakers all of those happened at the center and you know and we've made this point before so at the risk of redundancy but you can't click your heels and expect to be this very competitive top-notch road team when you haven't delivered consistently at a high level on the road and uh, particularly against a team like this that, you know, that, uh, again, this is their 13th win of the year, and, and they've got talent. And, again, I think their young, bouncy athletes and how they play is such a contrast to the Sixers trying to play bully ball and, and using their height and strength and physicality, and that the contrast is tips in the favor, at least tonight it did, in favor of Atlanta. And Trey Young is incredible. I mean, Again, like as a basketball person and a fan of the game, you're coming to the game, speaking to myself, I, I, I was very excited to play, excited to see him play because he's a, a great young talent. And But as I said before, in other instances, not when he's shredding your team, and that's what he was doing. He just They set those high screens for him, and every single time, now he's ahead of the guy guarding him. And nobody can hedge and show and get out there and slow him down and so now he's he's basically playing like, well, you know, he's got the ball and he's looking for guys off the corners and then he gets into the lane and Joel or whomever's guarding the, the middle, the, the five men in the middle has to come give help and he's either floating it up there or he's dishing inside. And I'm telling you, Brian, some of the passes we saw tonight were just incredible. He was no awesome. look, one hand off the bounce, whistled over a Sixers player's shoulder and right by their ear and then downloaded somebody for a layup. It's just a... That, that's basketball at its highest level. All righty, Tom, while well, we shift our focus to what should be another fun Saturday night in the primetime slot at 8.30. Uh -huh. This time it's on the road, 76ers in the four-game season finale against the Boston Celtics. Sixers going for the first four-game sweep of Boston in the regular season since 2000-2001, which right. is really amazing. But much like the 76ers, Boston has a pair of all-stars in their starting lineup in uh, Kemba Walker and Jason Tatum, they won tonight versus the Golden State Warriors. Right, and and to be fair, they're going to be rested. And yep. two of the Sixers' wins came when Boston had played the night before. And you're like, ah, oh, it's the NBA. Everybody has that. Well, that that's part of what happened. The Sixers won in Boston when they had played the night before in Indiana, and the most recent game in Philadelphia 
Uh, so it's it's going to be, in that sense, a fair fight, if you will. And that's the NBA. When they put the breathing room in the schedule, those marquee matchups on Saturday night in prime time, they, they put breathing room. They, they gave those teams, uh, you know, the night off. And so it should be a good game. And for the Sixers, you know, they're staying here tonight. They're going to practice. And, you know, you better bring your A game because that's a hard, you know, when you said going up to Boston and you love the theater, it's a very intense hard place to win but a little bit of sense of dread too because it is that and the Sixers certainly in the playoffs had difficulty up there a couple of years ago and that that's been another place like Toronto maybe not equally you know record wise but certainly you know obviously been a hard place for the Sixers to win so we'll see I mean like I said this is a tough stretch here prior to the all-star break you're hoping to get the five on the floor with your starters, but now Josh out maybe a week, maybe longer. Who's to say? But, yeah, for the Sixers, you want to see a better effort on the road. All righty, Tom, we will speak with you from TD Garden on Saturday. All right, good night. Thank you, Brian. Tough loss for the 76ers tonight. Um, another bizarre performance against a team that certainly uh, is uh, is in a lesser state than the 76ers, but uh, – We've seen that throughout this year. 127-117, the final. The 76ers' four-game road trip begins in defeat. Time now to get to some of the highlights. Early on, it was looking encouraging. Just minutes after finding out he would be headed to the All-Star game as a reserve out of the Eastern Conference for a second straight year, Ben Simmons started on fire. Sixers down one, 16-15. Work on Corkmouse. Lobs it to Simmons and another alley-oop jam. Ben Simmons is 5-for-5. He's got four slam dunks, first alley-oop. Well, yeah, he was getting out in the open court, getting right past the Hawks and having his way. That made it a 1.76ers lead, 17-16. They would lead again at 19-18, and that would be their last lead of the night. Trey Young went off in the first quarter for 14 points and 10 assists. Atlanta led 39-31 after one, and you're thinking to yourself, this is not feeling good. They opened up a double-figure lead in the second quarter, and if not by the grace of a man named Shake. The 76ers would have likely been staring at a pretty hefty deficit of the half. Simmons on Young, crosses him over, down the lane, right-hand floater, rimming short, no good, well defended by Ben, rebounded by Joel. Simmons ball, Embiid back into the lane, Ben dropped it, Sixers thought he, fans thought he walked, here's Shake for three, up and good. First title they'd won there in 56 years. I don't think it's true that he played with a broken arm. Here's Shake Milton on a drive, up and good. So Milton goes right back at Carter. Shake's got five free throws, now 10 points. Here's Shake, throws out top to Benny. Three seconds to shoot, Simmons back to Milton. Shake from well beyond over Carter, it's good! Shake, Milton puts it in! Just under three seconds to go. And the 76ers clawed within two, but due to a funky sequence involving technicals and this and that, at the end of the first half, the 76ers were down 74-67 going into the break. The Sixers in the third quarter, they had a glimpse. They cut the deficit down to single digits, and once again, Shake Milton was in the middle of it. Sixers ball. Shake does have a season high in the game. He's got it again. Three ball up and good. Back-to-back -back threes by Milton. And it's 92-86. 76ers trailed by 7, 99-92 going into the fourth. On their first possession, they got the margin down to five. But then Atlanta scored 11 straight points. It was an uphill climb the rest of the way. Hawks lead 112-96. Simmons down low. Ben turns around two players, goes off the glass and in. 
And Ben Simmons with an impressive play down low. He is now 9 of 13 from the field. But this game belonged to Trey Young and the Atlanta Hawks. They win by 10. 127 to 117. The Hawks shoot 48.5% from the field. 76ers, 46%. Sixers just nine three-pointers shooting under 30%. Atlanta knocked down 11 threes. Both teams hit 32 free throws. However, the 76ers were 32 of 45 from the line with Joel Embiid going two for seven from the stripe. Let's hope that that does not happen again. You would think that the odds are pretty long that it does. Sixers out-rebounded by six in the game. They also weren't able to cash in on scoring 21 points off the Hawks' turnovers. Sixers led by Ben Simmons, 31 points. 27 points for Shake Milton, a new career high. Joel Embiid with 21 points and 14 rebounds, 21 points and nine boards, plus four assists for Tobias Harris. 11 for James Ennis, the third off the bench. Uh, Matisse Thibel held to just three points. Tough night for him. 39 points, a career high. 18 assists for Trey Young. John Collins with 17 points and 20 boards. Damian Jones with 14 points, seven rebounds. And a man named Vince Carter went for 14 and six rebounds and four for eight shooting off the bench. Sixers lose. They're now 31-18. and 18. The Atlanta Hawks improved to 13-36. and 36. Next up for the 76ers, the Boston Celtics. They beat the Golden State Warriors at TD Garden tonight by the final of 119-104. Marcus Smart at 21 off the bench as he continues to play well for the Seas. You've been listening to Rewind. Look out for fresh episodes of the day after every 76ers game this season.